like you're getting something out of it where it's like oh i got to see this amazing show or like i got mm -hmm. to see all my friends and it's like a story to tell like dude the bathroom is so gross but like if you go to like a photographer's space and like they didn't clean it before i would feel like that's like blatant disrespect like definitely like they don't care about me <laughs> no 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 not at all <laughs> it's funny it's... i actually went what was that no it's like this new model is just like if she's like sprawled out on my floor and i'm taking photos of like my furniture surrounding her and she gets up and there's like this like giant lint or like <laughs> oh my her god back. yeah that would be funny or like she gets like a mark from like a piece of like a crumb or something on her back <laughs> It's like, oh, that was the bagel I had last <laughs> 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 Being a model is really such a weird job, but I think, like, the best thing about it is that this every day is different from the last. It's Rashad, and this is Wear Many Hats, presented by Desire, where we talk about your main gig, then we talk about your side hustle. Lucy Sanchez is a model, artist, and photographer. I first met Lucy on the set of our Brett Gray photo shoot that Desire produced in Philadelphia, where she was one of the photo assistants for the great Aaron Ricketts. I was like, is a model photo assisting? That's dope. But then again, a ton of my model friends assist. They're more than just a pretty face. They like to get down and get to work. Lucy is signed to APM Models, has been in several New York Fashion Week shoots. I was stoked to see that she modeled at my all-time favorite place, Electric Lady Studios. Lucy does hilarious IG reels with the deadpan face, and you mouth the words where you know something's up. Please welcome Lucy Sanchez to wear many hats. <laughs> wow, what an intro. <laughs> I feel like I need to like write that down. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Oh, yeah. Thanks for coming on. It's been, you know, a minute. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like we just met and, like, we're we're doing this now. Like, <laughs> it's pretty cool. I, like, didn't know you had so many, like, outlets. And then, like, when I followed you on set, I saw you had, like, four or something, and, like, in your bio. And I was like, wait, what does this guy do? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, when people, like, add their whatever they do, like, from their other brands or companies that they work with in their bio. Yeah, I. it's funny because I recently took all my, my stuff off mm -hmm. just because I'm, like, in that rebranding <laughs> mode of, like, <laughs> everything else. So, like, I'm, I'm, like, I'm having that, like, like, a little bit of, like, that Dunning-Kruger, like, syndrome where, like, mm -hmm. you feel like he's, like, grown to the next level so like your old work is almost like you don't you don't even want to show it you're no. like you want to present the next thing right. so like i took them off and 
it's been it's been chill but I've, I've also like because passion week is over i'm like ready to get back to my creations right i've been wanting to like put them back on mm-hmm. and you kind of inspired me so i think i'm gonna put my photo thing back up <laughs> drop the ads what are they so my photo account is uh-huh. luke chez which uh-huh. is like my name like lose carolina sanchez so it's mm-hmm. l-u-k-c-h-e-z that's my photo account and I, that's more like a chill account like i do post like some work that i've done i don't post all of it right but i like to put like portraits on there and stuff and i have a little like video thing trying to like take off the ground mm-hmm. called funeral house and that's like my little production project mm-hmm. it's at funeral house on instagram we're only on instagram then i have my like my finsta <laughs> which is not in my bio obviously um but yeah i i was like looking at my phone one day like showing my friend my photo account and like i pulled up the little tab to like switch accounts and he was like damn you're logged into mad accounts bro <laughs> i was like yeah i know wow yeah because like you're maxed out on like five accounts yeah your funeral house one when you say video production like youtube like you're like you have a youtube thing or no like music videos oh you like direct and produce music videos yeah yeah and i've learned a lot trying to do that um that's sort of like my newer project i like started to shoot video because my boyfriend has a band and I don't know, I, like, felt really, like, inspired to, like, shoot their, like, like, my first music video, and I just, like, fell in love with it, but uh, Mm -hmm. in the process of, like, working with, like, other artists, and, or maybe, like, just taking on some, like, more serious projects, I've just learned that I'm really good at, like, the directing aspect, and, like, like, creative direction, and editing just takes a lot out of me mentally, so I think, like, gotta figure that one out <laughs> i know me. i hate editing i love it but i get and i like find it hard to always like and you know this is like motivation is like bullshit you have to work through that mm-hmm. but i find it hard to like i think i just don't have the discipline yet to like treat it like it's work sitting down like every day even if you don't feel like it and doing it which like you i can do that with photo like no problem but like with video, it's like so much more going on. So like editing can just be like, you like sit on like 15 seconds for like three hours. And then you're like, what did I just do? Exactly. Exactly. I know editing is the process for everything. Yeah, but I do like it. I do really love it. I think I just need to like find my, my groove um, and like just really like get myself disciplined into doing what i need to do because i i do love to do it that's good but that's good it's crazy <laughs> life is crazy yeah i know we always miss each other in new york city i'm always in philly but i bet you didn't know that i am from philly i i was told that at the shoot but i really like it feels like you're from new york city just because of like you're just out there all the time. Like you're always at like a show or at like some, some event. 
or like just chilling with somebody like taking a picture in les or something like (laughs) (laughs) you just give off that like les vibe of like the guy with like the point and shoot that you know on there so but i don't know i feel like that's philly too so it wasn't like hard for me to like just say like oh okay yeah no it's (laughs) it's just funny because like i used to do that in philly all the time like i used to be out and about in philly constantly i used to see someone that was just like i can't keep up with you and i'm just (laughs) like i'm like i'm only going out oh well i was also pretty young back back then like because i used to go out like every night and every other night because philly had a thing every night and yeah it's so cheap so it's just like it really did like used to be really buzzing like i remember like when i first moved here oh where are you from oh it's like starts in the dominican republic let's go dr <laughs> um, yeah i was born and raised there and um i moved here to america when i was 11. nice um and i lived in atlantic city i like grew up there went to school there new jersey like finished high school in ac but i moved to philly in my early 20s and i've never looked back everybody always asks me like oh do you live in new york now or like when are you moving to new york or do you want to move to new york i'm like no i really (laughs) don't not now like rent do you have rent control my rent is a little high but it's not like crazy it's not crazy what you hear people say yeah i had um a really good deal and then now it's it's raised up a little bit but it's still doable for me because i live alone yeah well you know you you've also like had your things going on out there for a minute too like i think like moving out there right right now is probably really crazy unless you have something like set up that's like yo i'm like doing this like totally yeah you know what you're making every month like it's really really crazy like we we were my partner and i were thinking about going out there or la before the pandemonium (laughs) took over our lives and we just just like the rent started going up like crazy and like it was it just we had to like kind of reconsider (laughs) figure out our lives i was working at live nation like full time and you're a live nation girl wow yeah and that was like honestly like i was not modeling like that before the pandemic like i was like just getting into it um and uh i was like 10 toes down for live nation so oh, yeah just opened <laughs> yeah live um, nation like i remember because i used to be a barbary kid i used to go to the barbary all the time and just having live nation across the street is just so bizarre to me because that was like never there dude now have you seen there. the barbary now <laughs> it's got like that like that like fake grass on the wall and it's like totally like friendly looking you know like the barbara used to be like a dungeon um, i know yeah a haunted house from the outside i know fish like fish town is so approachable now it's Mm -hmm. like it's very clean Mm -hmm. it like looks like you know on the surface it looks very safe apparently there's a lululemon up there now so (laughs) 
definitely not what was going on like even like six seven years ago so you don't work at live nation anymore i do i do work um at live nation but very very part-time right um i basically um my the venue i was working at uh didn't close but Uh it just was under new management right um so i had a decision to sort of like am i going to come back you know like i was a supervisor there um and when like things started to come back slowly i like reached out um to see like what positions were available and i just kind of like demoted myself because the (laughs) modeling was kind of taking off like of course that's been in the front end of everything so everything's sort of been in the back burner but not really i have like a like everything has like a hierarchy right (laughs) and that's just like what's getting me the most bread right now so yeah it's funny i've had conversations about this all the time about you know hierarchies in your career and like which job would respect that you know like yeah. if you told them like oh i got this going on and got this going on philly was really funny because when i would say that to like certain people to certain employers because i did the whole uh new york philly thing for a long yeah. time when i lived in philly um and it's funny like, you got some non-believers the- Oh, so many non-believers. The non <laughs> the non-believers were just unbelievable. Like they would just be like, "But I but I need you here." And I was just like, "You're literally closing tomorrow." <laughs> like for life. Like you're done. You know, I it's I just think it's it's unbelievable where it, it has nothing to do with money at this point. Yeah. It has like it it's more about like you just need community a, a community like in your mind and i was just like un, i was just like yo like i'm not part of your universe like yeah you're just like there for a moment in my life but yeah new york obviously they knew people the employers that i've been with they're great their friends and family awesome. but the but they would respect what i'm doing at the same time but in philly oh, it was like God, a whole yeah. nother whole nother thing but i'm glad to know that you know you you're at live nation and like you're also doing the modeling thing did you ever think that you were gonna be a model especially a signed model <laughs> so funny story i tried i'm 29 years old let me let's just get that out of the way clients you know they assume I'm 22 and I let them believe it because Mm. that's good for me (laughs) but I'm pretty transparent about that I've been since I started modeling and I would not I was not getting signed you know I like tried to do it when I was like 19 20 right and I've had I you know I have a tattoos I have quite a bit of like very visible tattoos tattoos on my arm I've had them since I was 19 20 and I would go to these agencies and, you know, they would tell me to my face, this was like 10 years ago, um, like, nobody's going to hire you. Nobody wants tattoos. Um, I met with the Wilhelminas, the elites. I did not meet with IMG. They're hard to get 
a meeting with. I like was rejected by these agencies. So I was just kind of like, oh, all right, whatever. Well, that wasn't like the main thing I was trying to do. Like my whole life I've been like, since I was a baby, it was like, I want to be a doctor. I want to be an architect. I want to be this, I want to be that. So that would like change very often. Went to college for two years to be a teacher. And it was like, I'm not doing this. No. (laughs) So when I started modeling, again it kind of just fell on my lap like I was like like through Instagram like I was shooting again I was uh shooting photographing my friends and I would meet photographers and they would say like are you a model and I I would say no I'm a photographer but you know like if you need a model okay and I guess people like found my images and I started to model and uh I I don't know I didn't think that it would ever be the way that it is now and mm. I, I'm still like I wouldn't say like oh I made it you know because like obviously there's like a lot of levels to this shit oh definitely <laughs> but I would say I'm like on the rise while also like because I'm a little older um, I have like a strong head on my shoulders and I'm not as like susceptible to the criticism or Mm -hmm. so I could just like try stuff. Like I don't feel like afraid to like get thrown in a situation where it's like, Oh, they're that's like a really big client and they rejected me. I don't ever want to do this again. Right. (laughs) So it's like a fun, like I am passionate about it, but it kind of feels almost like a fun experiment. Like I'm trying this thing that I never thought I would get to do because I did try so long ago. It's good to know that these agencies haven't broken your spirit. Yeah, they, uh, you know what? I found a really good agent that like cares about me and appreciates me for who I am. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, I just went, we got a new booker in recently and uh, I went to meet him the other day and like, he was asking me like to send him like myself portraits and stuff and it that's just like kind of like the vibe that I always get when I go in there like they care about like me as a person and it's not like you know oh can you make this Pilates class we're gonna send you a look um for you to wear the, to this casting can we can you come in for measurements like I measured myself two years ago and like those are my measurements it's not this like I hear about girls like going into their agencies and like they're like, oh, I'm so scared they're gonna want to measure me today. Right. Like, I had a cheeseburger yesterday. <laughs> it's like, what? What do you mean? <laughs> cheeseburger. But, yeah, that's just like the nature, and like things have changed a lot. Um, oh yeah, I will say like I meet more than not pleasant people that are like nice and like care about you like on set and um at castings it's not it's really not like the way you hear it and you know maybe that's like the next level maybe they see that a lot more like in other markets like if I heard if you go to Europe it's like (laughs) very different from here but I don't know I feel like the girls that I talk to they always describe like a lot of the experiences as like mostly pleasant in comparison to what they dealt with like older girls I mean like 10 years ago totally I feel like 10 years ago it was completely different and then like five years ago you know when models took a stand 
of like yeah what was going on and then the whole thing completely changed on his ax on its axis and that's great and i'm glad that you weren't in the business before that because maybe it would have been a completely horrifying experience and then oh my god totally and i was like so i my mindset was like so different back then so i definitely right. was like a very self-conscious kid and i you know that like spilled into my 20s and i just like started dealing with that maybe like five years ago so definitely like would have not been a, a, the same situation for me no no i have a story about i so my company also produces photo shoots as well and all types of uh ads and whatnot and one time i had a model that I, we reached out to to for just like casting purposes not even like legit yet and this this person modeled for like golf le fleur and like mm -hmm. that was like her her first like gigs and thinks that she was like the shit and like i came to them with like a like a a rate that like was only feasible for like our shoot budget and whatever and like came to me not with a just a no but like came to me like being like models restrictions like all this like like was just like coming at me and i was just like yo aren't you like a first time model like just because of the fact that like you've had this like one gig you can come at me with like model rights of like like the budgets and all this like crazy stuff and she was unsigned and i was oh. just like i was just like wow <laughs> like i i was just like i was like obviously i didn't say anything but it was just so funny because like we had other models that were so interested and like we also pay like a great like a great rate for like unsigned models and we had some signed models too on the shoot but like because of the fact that like this person came to me with like this I, I she just, was hollywood she was hollywood she went like really hollywood at me but like in a way where like models rights and i was like what like first of all i didn't even like come at you you know like i was just like seeing if you were interested in, and like they she was like you need to like up the pay blah 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 and i was like this is like i have other models that are like wanting to do this for like this pay and it's like not even bad it's not even bad and I was just like, so I was kind of shook at that moment. And I was like, oh, okay. I guess like the, the industry is just like all over the place with like what people's thoughts are. And yeah, I, I just thought, I just thought it was like, it was kind of an interesting moment, but I, I kind of got it, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, it's such a nuanced thing like payments and i try to be like pretty judicious about like you know what the rates are because a lot of times that stuff is it's just solely based on like time and usage so of course you know if and this is something that a lot of girls like i'll go to castings and i'm just sitting there like preaching <laughs> like but you know quietly obviously so you still look poised and compose at the casting but the younger girls like they'll be like oh yeah i just moved here from alabama and i'm 19 years old 
they'll be like, oh my God, I didn't know any of this. Like they don't know what usage is. They don't right. know like what the hourly rate is that they're like being charged or that right. they're uh, being paid. It's really just because it's such an accessible thing. Now it's not like, like a story you hear about a girl that was really tall in your high school that like, oh, she got scouted at the mall by like, some lady from a talent agency and now she's in Paris and you're like, Oh, that's so cool. Now it's like, Oh, you could just do this on Instagram. I think it, it went from like a certain type of person, like that has like a certain amount of drive or like desire to like find out, like fuck around and find out basically. Totally. Um, <laughs> I, that was basically so what like, I did to that was, I mean, that's basically my life, honestly, with everything I do. Me too. Me too. Like, how are you not supposed to? I mean, that's what people, that's what a lot of people talk about now. It's like, how are you going to figure out the next step if you don't try? Yeah. And you got to be fearless. Or you got to be don't, fearless. <laughs> don't let your fear define you. Or what, what, I don't know. I'm trying to, trying to be inspirational here. <laughs> I I just think that, I mean, yeah, if you're going to get reprimanded, you're going to get reprimanded. If you're going to get, you, you just need to figure out, like, wh what people are comfortable with. I mean, you can't just, like, find this out on the internet. Not everything's, like, f on the internet, you know? So, yeah. Uh, this person from like Alabama just like figuring this whole thing out. Nineteen, yo, I didn't know shit at nineteen. So, yeah, of course someone's gonna have to tell you. Yeah, and I'm happy to tell them, but it's also like the girls that are 25 are also saying the same thing to me, and I'm like, you what? And you're you're arguing with me about <laughs> the rate? What? No. <laughs> no but it's uh we are not the same i i definitely feel like it's it's definitely like a nuanced thing because there's definitely people that try to get around to paying you as, as little as possible or not paying you at all and that's like not that's not what you should be doing if you're trying to you know uh sell a product you definitely need to pay everybody involved <clears throat> but I just think people, like everybody, if you're going to get into the game, you need to, before you start bitching, you need to know what you're bitching about. <laughs> you really, really got to know. <laughs> How was uh, and, modeling at Electric Lady? It was really cool. I was, oh my God, I was so tired. That was like a, it was a 7 a.m. call time mm -hmm. and I had gotten done doing everything I needed to do at like 11 the night before and had to like run to Brooklyn. Um, it, it wasn't a run to Brooklyn. I had to take an hour, 45, 48 minute train to my homie's house that I was crashing at and, you know, wash my hair from like the previous hairdo that I had that day and no. get it ready for the morning. So it was like, I went to sleep at like 2.30 the night before and then I woke up at like 5 30 to get ready for the show and make it on time and I was still a little late I had to take an uber and everybody was just yawning like 
the makeup artists were on it they were like the liveliest people <laughs> there so they were kind of like waking us up while we were getting ready but it was like the show was gonna start and we like didn't even know we, it was so like quiet and like almost like it was very surreal like it felt like we were in a museum which like we are <laughs> um so every, everything was like really quiet and like chill so like right. by the time that they were like oh we're gonna open doors we were like yawning in our looks in mm -hmm. the recording studio like oh shit like let's get our shit together and like right. within five minutes you know like how models like <laughs> we just like snapped to it mm -hmm. everybody was just like on and there was a concert <laughs> um this artist uh charlotte rose benjamin played a couple songs and it was like really cool like we were basically like dancing in our looks like standing there looking cool like we were like it, it really felt like i was transported to like like 19 like 69 or something and like <laughs> i was just like there like watching my friends like jam session charlotte rose benjamin i've actually seen her play before she opened up for my friend steel fc this was i did an apple campaign with her no way yeah that's how we I like i was like oh shit i know that girl and then she like came up to me after the show interesting i i um oh this was all at electric lady too yeah crazy i i thought that this season's fashion week was interesting only because of the fact that a lot of brands were using venue spaces that I love to go to. Like, what's it that was... crazy handbag company with like the crazy buttons? Brandon. And... Oh no, no, not Brandon. Um, God, I I'm just so bad with names. But she has a store on on Orchard Street. Susan Alexandra, she had her show at um, the Comedy Cellar, and I was like, wait, <gasps> dude, people so, are doing that now? That's awesome. That's great. I've actually, it's really cool. Like, I've done a lot of shows at Spring Studios and, like, this new venue, The Shed, I did quite a few this season. Mm -hmm. But I've actually done, like, some really cool off-site shows, like, do you know the designer Batsheva? She designs like like prairie dresses. It's like the coolest thing. They're super cute, like very like feminine. Mm -hmm. um, but she had her show at Serendipity 3. Oh, cool. Up, uh, in, it was like we had like champagne and ice cream afterwards. It was like the coolest <laughs> little like it was like I felt like I was in like a childlike state at the show. Like mm -hmm. I was like a child at play. And that's kind of how it always feels when you're off site. Right. Like you feel like you're like playing pretend because it's such a vibe. <laughs> <laughs> What's the best experience you've had being a model so far? I mean, I love working um, with Raul Lopez at Luar. Um, I just think he's so brilliant and creative and like such an important voice of our time. I, what I love about 
his brand is that it's his name backwards. Yeah, like, like that's your, like mine. Like your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like it's so funny because like I got to like uh like work in the showroom a little bit mm-hmm. this season and he was like sick. Yeah, it was like really cool. Um there was a there were people coming in for like a press preview, so like right. publications were there. So like basically like anybody that wrote about him got to like hear this story and I got to hear it like five times. Uh-huh. <laughs> um but like he just had like he just his mind like is just so it works in in a way that's like very relatable to like my story like mm-hmm. um oh I was sorry I I have like ADD so I, I lose my train of thought quite a lot but um <laughs> the first point I was trying to make is that it, he was saying that people don't know that that's his name backwards and they think it's like a French word or something <laughs> so like what do you <laughs> When he goes to like the DR, people think it's like French or something. That's um, funny. People think Dasar is Middle Eastern or Southeast Asian. Like, yeah. Sick. I'm not gonna lie. It took me a little bit to figure that out. Like <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, wow. I know somebody else that did that, and I, like Luar immediately came to mind. <laughs> <laughs> Glad but, to be um, a comparison to the greats. He's yeah. Out. Yeah, very, very uh, legendary stuff. I was really glad to get to come back for a second season. Oh, yeah, you walked. Yeah, uh, the last time he showed in September, like literally like a year ago, when he showed in that big warehouse and like Mm -hmm. Omaira Mota, my favorite supermodel Mm -hmm. of like the 2000s, she opened the show. So Nice. It's like I've, every time I've like done something with Laura, I've had this like super cool, like over the top experience, and like right. the attention to details, just like like you know, the, not every show like you kind of come in like, oh god, I hope they do nails, or I hope my hair doesn't suck, or like I hope they know how to match to my skin tone, <laughs> um, and just everything's always there. Like there's a phenomenal nail artist that he works with called uh naomi osaka uh he works with ebony frausto who does like oh i just bella hadid (laughs) i just met naomi she's great yeah she i i've worked i've done a couple of shows where she's the key like nail artist and every time like it's like the most like high energy like fun shows like Mm -hmm. they call upon her to get things done but yeah now he always has like a really strong team and it just feels like it's going to be like a really high energy show. So, right. but this one was super cool because it was like very tied into like the immigrant experience, mm-hmm. which, you know, I can relate to um, a lot, Me too. but it was like talking about how he had these like exaggerated, like shoulder pads. And it was like reflection of like how he used to feel as a kid. Like he would like, uh tuck his head into his shoulders like because he felt like shy and you know he wanted to hide so and then that like the tech wear was like like an homage to like winter coats that would be like hand-me-downs from your relatives when you came to the to the u.s because you didn't really know how to like dress properly for the winter and i was like oh my god that was me (laughs) you mentioned that you sometimes have add do you what do you do to combat it 
I'm very like I'm rolling to lists and I'm uh-huh. rolling into like being organized. So that's one thing that like helps and also it like, kind of drives me crazy. Like if I have a really cluttered space, I can't work no. properly. So like I have to like deep clean before I get started on a project. Um that's but nice. I I kind of just do stuff that like relaxes or like gets me feeling like creative again so like if i like you know i like start like cleaning up the space or like making like a list of like the order of like a hierarchy list of things to do (laughs) or um i'll even set sometimes if i have if it's like really tight like if i have to get a bunch of stuff done in the house and then like a big task at the end of the day that I can't start until like I do everything in the house Mm -hmm. then like I'll like actually schedule it Mm -hmm. or like I'll schedule like even my breaks (laughs) I'll say like okay dishes 20 minutes then 15 minute break then like make a coffee or go upstairs and clean the office and then take another 15 minute break I also um, smoke weed, so that really helps. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, but I I'm con- it's, it's a constant like uphill battle with it, and I think now I'm starting to kind of get away from letting it like take over mm-hmm. because I have it's hard to it's I think it's harder to hardest to battle it when you like have nothing to do. So like the pandemic was like mortifying. Like, you you do you say you kind of have the same problem. So like, do you ever feel like, like, have you ever had like a lull where like, you almost feel like guilty that you're not doing anything because like, but there like really is nothing to do. (laughs) I always feel like that. Also, when I watch like shitty television, when I watch shitty television, maybe it's because it's part of my sign, but I. I feel like when I watch shitty television, it's like, if I didn't learn anything from it, I feel that it kind of goes against like everything I do. Cause I always like to watch television that's like educational or like meaningful so I can learn from it. So yeah, I do feel guilty sometimes when I don't do anything. That's a good point because I definitely watched like trash reality tv during the <laughs> pandemic and that's when i was kind of like yo what am i doing right <laughs> like i watched like every season of the challenge and i was like wow these guys are assholes i really need to like go do something with my life instead right. of like watching these guys like berate girls on tv <laughs> yeah i like that you deep cleaned your your space before starting anything uh the past two days i've been deep cleaning my apartment because I am shooting my first nude model in my apartment. Oh, cool. And I've never done this before. And so my apartment looks amazing right now. And I really hope it stays that way even after I shoot this nude model. But yeah, yeah, it's... um... Well, that's a good way to make somebody feel comfortable because I definitely like get the heebie-jeebies like big time. Like... Uh Like, big time, I'm, like, skeeved out by, like, 
I mean, you know, you said your apartment's amazing and it looks very clean. I guess from what I can see, and you seem like you're a person that like their space is like you walk in and you're like, oh, cool, man. <laughs> but I've been to some like horrifying places. Like I recently actually did this shoot where the photographer, she was a little uh, uh, chill about life. And like not from New York. So mm-hmm. I don't think she realized like how dirty New York was. No. She like wanted me to like sit on top of a garbage can. And I was like, no. <laughs> what? That's, That's not happening. Yeah, no. Oh my God. Are you <laughs> kidding me? Like, all right, I come from like a punk background and like I'm always like into the nitty gritty of things but to sure me like sit on a trash can in this day and age yo i've seen some wild ass shit on like trash cans so no that's not happening i (laughs) feel you on the punk background and like going to like diy stuff so like obviously in the you know the old barbary bathrooms we have that memory (laughs) to share so it's i know definitely know but that i always feel like that's like like you're getting something out of it where it's like, oh, I got to see this amazing show or like I got mm-hmm. to see all my friends and it's like a story to tell like, dude, the bathroom was so gross. But like if you go to like a photographer's space and like they didn't clean it before, I would feel like that's like blatant disrespect. Like Definitely. Like they don't care about me. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny, I actually went, what was that? No, it's like this new model is just like, if she's like sprawn out on my floor and I'm taking photos of like my furniture surrounding her and she gets up and there's like this like giant lint or like strapped Oh my god. Yeah, that would be funny. Or like she gets like a mark from like a piece of, like a crumb or something on her back. It's like, oh, that was the bagel I had last week. (laughs) being a model is really such a weird job but i think like the best thing about it is that this every day is different from the last right like unless you're like you know i've recently come into a new bag in modeling and that is showroom and internal work which i love Mm -hmm. and that feels more like a nine to five as a model than like anything else but if you're doing like more like creative stuff or like you know like testing or or like shooting campaigns it's always gonna be there's always like a crazy element to it that where you're like i can't believe i'm here (laughs) always i get that all the time i mean that happens i i feel like that should happen in every person's life every year when yeah I talk about this a lot about like elevating and whatnot, but I just feel like it should be human nature that every year it should be exciting, regardless of like, you're still at the same place. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's why I've always had a hard time like deciding on one path because Mm -hmm. I have this like, like lust for life basically. Right. Um, So we were talking about the non-believers earlier but one thing i heard a lot when when i was starting out like getting into the creative world like i've always been creative like since i was a kid um i used to you know 
I was like a big like school nerd. <laughs> I was in the honor roll and like I was in clubs, I was in band, but I was like really into the things that I was into and I was like very passionate always like so I like painted, I drew. Um but when I decided to and I, I you know, I always did like more than one thing. So I just always found that to be like my identity or part mm-hmm. of my identity. So when I was in my 20s and you know I'd been working at a restaurant and like having these like jobs like my first job was at Rita's Water Ice I worked at Finish Line I worked at a spa I worked at Carmine's for like several years like I was a maitre d a server that world was like what really kicked the thought into high gear of like I need to get the fuck out of here oh of course like because that's where like the naysayers like breed and they would tell me like one thing was like why do you do this like art stuff? It doesn't pay. Like I was painting murals in my hometown and like trying to like inspire kids. I was doing like, like classes for like, I did like a, a few classes, like a, for a couple of years for like the New Jersey Teen Arts Festival for like charcoal, like for kids, you know, just mm-hmm. like for like nonprofit things. And I was getting paid like little bits, but I was, I didn't know about like really getting paid as an artist. So I would tell people and they would just be like, oh yeah, whatever. Like, you're just gonna like give up on that eventually. And it was like, okay, well, I guess I gotta get away from you people. And I got the job at Live Nation. I moved to Philly. Mm -hmm. And then when I moved here, now it like was like, oh yeah, hell yeah. Everybody's creative here. Everybody's hustling. But then I would hear this thing and I'm sure you've heard this. You have to focus on one thing. You can't do all these things it does not like that doesn't really work and like yeah to some degree you like you can't spend the same amount of time on everything if you have one thing that's like taking off but like you should definitely do all the things that you care about in some capacity otherwise you're gonna have that like regret or like too many pent-up ideas who told you that oh so many people. someone at rita's they're probably still at readers. No, it was no, it was like it was like creative people in the field like would say like you have to focus on one thing and I would be like, "What? <laughs> Why?" No. Like, are you kidding me? You see all these celebrities with like skincare lines, like why would I focus on one thing? Exactly. I throw a bunch of shit at the wall. I see that with my music and the podcast and my brand, but what I've learned is that since I've had the brand for 10 years and it's been going at its own pace, it's been successful in other ways that other people haven't seen it. Like it doesn't have a bunch of followers through the 10 years that we've been together, but it's gotten places. And because of like whatever people think selling out is and I haven't done that and because I've chosen my a different path that I like with the brand. It's gotten places I'd never been to. It's, I have my own apartment in New York City. I, if it wasn't for the brand, I have no idea where I'd be. But now I have the podcast and like I can do the music thing on the side and that's growing. I don't know if it's like good or not, but people like it and that's all that matters and yeah. they're into it that's that's cool with me and so everything's lo-fi right now but in the future it could be hi-fi and electric lady here i come 
hell yeah and you know it, like you said it, it means something to people and like something that i saw this on twitter and then i saw it circulating on instagram that's like how like meme cycle on the internet now but <laughs> like everything starts on twitter but uh it was like putting into perspective like likes versus like real life mm-hmm. and like you think about it like you have a you have an art show 40 people come to it that's a success like that's that's a that's a pretty good turnout and you put up one picture online and 40 people like it like that's still 40 people still 40 people and like those people are like it's usually the same like 40 people supporting your work like at the top of your all your interactions online and like those are your fans so i think that it's like almost like a responsibility to like not be defeated mm-hmm. because that's almost like an insult to them because they're still here for you. So of course, I think being upset that you don't have new fans is counterproductive and you should just focus on like the message that you're trying to put out into the world. Like you were saying, you haven't sold out and like that, that like means something to people. They like you because of like the identity that, you've given the the things that you do so i think that's where i'm at like finding the identity of like my other uh outlets um it's always kind of been like like painting murals yeah it's funny i have i my dms right now are full of people advising me on what to charge because i have to restore a mural and when i did that i was like 10 toes down to do that like that was one of my life things that i was like i want to be a traveling muralist mm-hmm. that shit is that's a <laughs> it's a bag but it's also like a crazy hustle um it's not modeling yeah and so <laughs> i found that with that i really enjoy like to to uh come up with the ideas and like produce the project but it's hard to do it when you're by yourself right it's really really time consuming and like very frustrating (laughs) um uh so i am like trying to look into maybe like digitizing it because like i've figured out that i can i'm pretty pretty good at like laying it down and then like putting it on the computer and like doing the dimensions and then like maybe projecting it (laughs) um but uh, yeah, I'm trying to figure out like how I'm gonna go about this because I have like a limited amount of time to do it and it's getting cold, but like it's for the kids. So I'm like, oh, I have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, so. Lucy, hats off to you and everything that you do for some Desire Wear Mini Hat solutions. Would you ever model for Desire and wear many hats someday? I would love to hit my line. <laughs> we won't tell I, I really, I mean, we, we probably will, but um, <laughs> I, I definitely like, we definitely should tell them all the stuff. Um, and like, they'll be like, Oh my God, we actually like really love these images and we're going to put them on my book. Oh, that's amazing. Um, yeah. So I think yeah, that's, that's my last piece of advice too. So the girls out there is uh, 
talk to your agent. <laughs> like, they can be really helpful. So stop trying to do everything by yourself because you think that you know better. <laughs> trust me, they know. <laughs> if you were to get a chest tattoo quote, what would it be? Uh, live, laugh, love. No. <laughs> I'm sure like everybody comes on here and says something ridiculous at first. I um, think you might be the fifth. Really? To say live, laugh, love? <laughs> That's amazing. Um, well, you know, it's such a like unserious like thing to do. Right. I was watching the Ian Shiver, um, the uh, Ian Shiver podcast, and uh, he basically said, like, put it into words. Like, if you're going to get words on your chest, like, really like sit on those thoughts (laughs) and he was my first paid job ever by the way no way yeah i did a city fitness billboard and my feet were in it and like you know uh, marissa lee who was also a guest of yours (laughs) she produced it yeah you have a lot of people that like i like know or have like bought something from them like heavy slime eric kenny like i have his shower curtain in my shower right now no way so i'm a fan yeah but um chest tattoo uh i can't think of like something serious but like i do like wholeheartedly believe these things and they're very unserious but i'm never getting a chest tattoo so i think it works but you could say like live free or die hard (laughs) i love that one that one's good great 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 movie series okay (laughs) die hard with a vengeance is top tier top tier Um, (laughs) i would get 10 toes down or uh hmm let's just leave it at those two and then we can circle back maybe i like that (laughs) i like that (laughs) plug your socials where can people find you all right so on instagram my main main where you can find many memes on my story and cute model pics um and mood boards is i am loose l-u-z Carolina K A R O L I N A. My photo account is Luke Chez, L U K C H E Z, and my video account is Funeral House. And I'm on TikTok, but like I, it's it's a big joke. <laughs> your reels are hilarious. I I love your reels only because <laughs> of the fact that because they make so much sense. You know, and they kind of speak to me. But what I love is that you bring them to IG, so I don't have to go to TikTok. That's good. Maybe I'll start doing that more because I like, I don't know, TikTok and I are just not, we're not best friends yet. No. Like, I I, I do enjoy, like, having a good laugh on there, but it's, like, making the, I just feel so cringy. And so I can, like, honestly, the internet for me is, like, a big, it's, like, a just a place for satire and to, like, buy stuff and, like, make mood boards at this point is like it's too much hate going on and i just like to like laugh right <laughs> right and I like d- every now and then give an opinion tiktok is just so bizarre to me i can't like i'm waiting for that day where i start breaking the cringe i haven't broke the cringe yet of going on there and doing like i have photos of myself on ig of course but like TikTok a whole another level of just like walking around and just like talking into my phone like it's I feel like you would friend. make like really good like like those like not like conspiracy videos but like the ones that are like <laughs> did you know and then they play like a really like 
10 song in the background like you have a really good voice for that I feel like and then like by the end of it you've like taught millions of people something like really valuable like wow thank you so much that is I feel like that's where I become a teacher in life yeah you you can live to serve on tiktok <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Lucy, for coming on Wear Many Hats. It was great to have you. Thank you for having me. I feel like this is like my road to Letterman, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's my first podcast. And many more. Oh, thank you so much. I, uh, I had a time. Till next time, this is Wear Many Hats presented by Dasar, and I'm Rashad. Peace. Peace.